The opinions and views made on this podcast are solely those of the individual and not those of the broadcaster, host, recording studio, or sponsors and are expressively disavowed. Editing of any and all content is the expressed right of the host and recording studio. Hey, all you titty tats out there, it's time <laughs> for the Tit for Tat Show. Yes, it is. Oh, that was an elongated O. <laughs> 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 yes, it's going to be that kind of show again, people. And why is that? Because it's our pride show. Yay. I am your most... Oh, what was that? I it was the wrong one. Oh, oh, again? <laughs> I missed. Okay. I'm your most giantest drag queen in the whole ride world, Veranda Lenai. Yeah. Oof. There it is again. <laughs> Our yes. studio hall, where are you? Where did you go? I think he's dead. Can't no, you just start not. him out with a No, wow. he's not. Wow. There it is. <laughs> Lina- Who are you? I'm the world's tallest drag queen. No, I'm not. But I'm Cleveland's tallest drag queen. I think you could be the world. I could be. Who's going to beat you? Bring them. Bring it on. I, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll you do show that. me someone taller, and I'm going to show you a higher pair of heels. Ah, there we go. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> uh, Kenny's have, back. Kenny's back. That's right. <clears throat> we have Mr. Thomas. Yes. How you doing? How you doing? And straight producer Kenny. Hi, everybody. In the in the studio this time. Not on the phone. Interesting. <laughs> we can put you in the car. You can call in. Hey. They are, they arrest <laughs> people for that. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So it is our pride show, people. It is. <clears throat> How we're going to be celebrating the L, the G, the B, the T, the Q, the I, the A, and every letter in between. And the pluses and LMNOP. LMNOP, that's right. Yes. Because we're all about pride. 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 Happy pride, everybody. Happy pride. Yes. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of who you are. Stand up. Stand tall. And just be you. Or if you're seven foot tall drag queen, crouch under low... (laughs) Doorways, <laughs> right? Yes, and ceiling fans. See, oh, <laughs> See, yes. mm-hmm. that'll ruin it. I did that once. I got my wig cut real quick. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have seen. And then the that. ceiling fan exploded into flames. <laughs> Next time, would you film well, that for YouTube? I, oh, gee, thanks. You're gonna put me in in harm's way just to get some YouTube. Or we could reenact the Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. Oh, wow! You're really dating yourself now. Yeah, I have no idea. What now, you're if I was of. dating myself. <laughs> I guess I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Anybody want to date me so I don't have to date myself? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. So, so um, Thomas, what, what makes you proud to be a part of the LGBT community? You know, I'm not a huge pride parade guy, mm-hmm. but I am a huge pride guy. And I think that there is that little bit of a distinction. You know, I, I kind of feel like it, it's been a journey to garner that pride. Um, but once you have it and you own it, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of found mine when I was living in New York City. And, you know, you could feel free to be whoever you were, you know. And and I kind of always felt sorry for people that never really got to that place yet mm-hmm. where, you know, you could walk down the street holding your boyfriend's hand. You There's not a, still not a lot of places that you can right. really do right. that. And um, that's why I think pride is kind of important, you know. Um, Maybe you don't feel like you need to wave the flag down the middle of a road. That's fine. You don't Mm -hmm. have to. It's just about owning that pride with who you are. Yeah, I mean, I I never really liked the rainbow flag. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, even after I came out to myself, I just was like, I I don't want to put this on my car. I don't want to. Like, I wasn't all about that rainbow flag being a part of 
who I was. I'm like, well, why do I need a day to celebrate me? Like, it, right, I was right, very right. against it for a while. Uh, then as I just, I kind of grew into it and, and realized what it was really all about. And now, I mean, I'm walking in parades and, yep. and uh, just having a great time with it. So wherever you go is a parade. Yeah, uh, that's right. I think I, you're I, strutting in that parade I, too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's interesting. I've always kind of found people who are just coming out really are into pride. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it it might now like, now like now. immediately yeah. right 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 and that I think is amazing mm-hmm. you know that they that people can kind of find that outlet you know you know and well straight producer Kenny what yeah. as an ally mm-hmm. you know to the LGBT community yeah. what what makes you proud well I can only speak from <laughs> personal experience and it's I'm proud of my friends I'm proud of you guys I'm proud of oh. the ability to live your life the way you want to live it man I think it's great and. uh we got to shout it from the rooftops, you know? And just right. stay yes. away from my house. And that was when you were in rehab. You you uh, were at the, that resort, uh, and you kept... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, so anyway. I, that's right. No, no. So <laughs> I'm I'm glad that it's Pride Month, and we're, we're so happy to be, um, you know, uh, out and about in our own city and doing some wonderful things. Yes. So, yeah, and absolutely. speaking of mm. Pride... Yeah. We could not have a better show for our pride show. Ooh, do tell, do tell. We decided we were going to introduce all you titty tats to an amazing new app Mm. called Be Out, the letter Mm B-O-U-T. And we have its founder and creator and CEO and everything um, on. And then after a little business, then we are just going to... business, little business. Bust loose. Yeah. With our main guest tonight, the one, the only, Frank DeCaro. Oh, Lord. This is going to be good. Have you heard of The Daily Show? Yes. Yes. Have you heard of The Frank DeCaro Show? Mm -hmm. Yes, he has done it all. And let me tell you, he is the unholy child of Phyllis Diller and Paul Lynn. <laughs> I thought that was me. <laughs> well, you know what? You're the the taller version of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but I can't wait. I, I really yeah, can't wait. Super fun. Oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, he's hilarious, and I'm super excited to talk to him. It's going to be great. Well, all right, Titty Ted, so we're going to move right along, because this is going to be a little bit of a jam-packed show here. We're going to move right along into our Kilted Bros mail sack. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wow, I like that. <laughs> I felt like there was a rainbow coming out of my sack. I was told hmm. not to use the scream anymore. Ew. <laughs> well, I have one for you. Lay it on me. Uh, I don't think I need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I take back my previous statement. Do not lay it on me. Uh, okay, okay, good. No, go ahead I won't. lay it on me. I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> don't, don't do that. All right, this one is from Margie621. Hey, Margie. Hi, Margie. Yeah, Margie says, hi, guys. Yep. Love the show. We love you. I am a titty tat. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nobody's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) What do your friends and family think of the show? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I I know that my family doesn't listen to it. I, that's just what. Eh, yeah, it's just. Let's get them on the phone right that's now. That's my uh, family. What's they're, their number? They're J- Garfield one no. two three two three. Talk about dating yourself, <laughs> right? I know. Now, um, it that's that's a whole local reference, people. Uh, they my friends like my friends love it. Like we yeah yeah. This core group of people that are just so they they are the diehard titty tats right now. They they love each one. But speaking of pride show. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of us in the community have our friends as our family. Sure, absolutely. Right? Yep. So in a way, your family is into That's it. right. Right. Oh, yeah. So my, my closest friends, I call them my brothers and my sisters right. because they're my family. And I'm an only child, so I don't have any brothers and sisters. So right. Everyone, oh, that explains yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> the me complex, right? The, par- <laughs> the parents tried to stop. Just, when I, they saw what happened, <laughs> I know. I commented, and that's all I'm getting. Uh-huh. So what about you? How about your family and friends, Mr. Thomas? You know, um, I am blessed to have a family that is currently listening to the show. Um, <laughs> my mom was very excited to see Explicit written everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually have some cousins who are diehard listeners. Really? Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, out in California. Um, They do drink. I have actually drank with them. I mean, but they they play the titty-tat drink-along game. That I can't tell you. That I can't tell you. But um, as you will see, I am repping my cousin's punk band, Bill Knows Karate. Bill Knows Karate. Is it karate or karate? For you, it's karate. (laughs) Yeah. But a big shout out to them, especially during Pride, our Pride show. Absolutely. And how much they mean to me and how blessed I am to have that family and friends who do listen to our show and love it. Bill knows karate. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, honey. How about you, Strip Deuce Kenny? Uh, Family and friends love it. Um, Oh, good. Yeah. Um, There's a couple less enlightened friends that it's taken a little What's while. What's their number? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I got well, some well, I got some calling to do uh, after this say episode. Happily that they've, you know, they've become uh, big fans of it and and um I'm happy to share it with them. Yay. Proud, I'm proud of what we're doing Good. here. Do they listen for you or or for No one listens for me. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to get but that. But now down. that I found out that your mom's listening, I you're feel re- the need to censor myself. Cuz you really know my mom. I do, and she's a lovely lady, by the way. And I know your mom. Yeah, yeah. And she's equally lovely. Oh, thank you. Thank yes, you. and we're going to have her on the show at some point. Oh, that'd be oh, cool. Yeah, I'd love right? That'd be cool. Straight yeah. producer Kenny's Absolutely. mom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Straight thought, producer mom. You thought Margaret Cho's mom would have been a good guest? <laughs> Wait till we have Straight producer Kenny's mom. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Love her to death. Excited for that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys sharing this uh, little thing we're doing here with yeah. me and everybody else. Okay, back to this next letter. Yeah. Hi, hoes. Hi. Excuse me. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to answer to that one. All right, this let me let me start with this explanation. Yeah. We get a lot of strange emails. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of them make me laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Some of them are too strange to even try to understand. I want to read those. Yeah. Right. And I thought I'd bring one <laughs> so that you could go ahead and go read on. one. Wait, is it from anonymous? It's from anonymous. Uh, of course it is. Now, I kind of read this as it was meant for us to finish the statement they made in their email. Oh, so it's a dot, dot, dot. It's a dot, dot, dot. So let's look at it from that point of view, and you guys can go ahead and fill in the blank. Okay. So from Anonymous, Mm. screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. Screw me three times, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Pay. (laughs) (laughs) Leave the cash on the (laughs) nightstand, honey. (laughs) And don't let the door hit you in the ass. (laughs) See, I, I know that's, uh, that was cute. We that get was it. Cute. Yeah. All right, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. What's up your sack? Okay, I got one. Uh, this is from, well, Kardashian Love. Mm-hmm. And it says, Hi, Titty Tats. Hello. Hey, Chloe. No. No. Okay. We love the show a lot. We miss Kenny a little. <laughs> hey, I didn't. I, I didn't think that line was so funny. But the, uh, so here it goes. Uh, we want a Kardashian on the show. Hmm. What say you, fellas? I don't know which one would be the best fit. Hmm. I think Kim's a little nah. Mm. 
oh, so Veranda is not feeling yeah. the Kardashian yeah. love. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, it's it's all about that whole self-made, famous for nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that just drives me insane. I'm sorry. Okay, so uh, who is that from? Uh, that's from Kardashian Love. Okay, the Kardashians aren't getting any love. Yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> from Veranda. Not from Veranda. No, and mm-hmm. she's the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, we're gonna <laughs> keep on moving forward here. All right, this one is from Kyle Mack. Hey. It says, hey, Titty Tat. Hi, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. What are your plans for Pride? How appropriate during yeah. our Pride So show. what do you think you're doing for Pride? Are you going anywhere? Or are you... you know, I'm kind of going everywhere all the time, so mm-hmm. I'm not making a special Pride trip this year. Oh, okay. But um, I will be living my Pride Okay. from behind this desk in our studio. You, you got problems. I know. You <laughs> what are you doing for Pride, Kenny? I think I'm gonna do, you know, the same thing I continue, uh, continue to do. <laughs> He's which is got nothing. Rehab and then uh, <laughs> surgery. No, honestly, perhaps. Like, you know, just to surgery. continue to celebrate uh, the friends that I have that are in the community. I don't know. Yeah, All right. You know. Well, we heard that already. That's good. Yeah. Go ahead, Veranda. Well, I I know I'll be walking in our in Cleveland's Pride Parade uh, this year, mm-hmm. and I'll uh, be performing on stage. When is that? Um, it will be August thirteenth. Okay. Um, they had to move it because of the RNC. Oh, that's what I'm doing. That's That'll right. be our next episode. Oh Lord, the political episode. Um, so I'll I'll be doing that, and I'll be in a, a couple of shows uh, a couple days before and uh, Pride evening. I'm doing a whole superhero show at one of the local bars. It's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. Mm. Yes, because you know a lot of superheroes. That's where we get a lot of this. A lot of gay people. Um would read superhero comics and find that commonality that they were uh, not liked or always separated from everybody. Like I, I like dove into superhero comics as a kid. Like that Mm -hmm. was my escapism right there. So, Hey, it'll be fun. Fantastic. All right. Back to me. Hey, Hey fellas. Mm-hmm. No answer from Veranda, of course. I just want to know. Okay, if you want Veranda to say hello to you, you, you can't use the word fellas, hoes. Is bitches okay? Yeah, I guess. Okay, that's not her favorite either. So maybe if you say, dear Miss Veranda, in yeah. an email, she'll actually acknowledge it. Queen of denial would be perfect. Thank All you. right, so Kenny, <laughs> you can actually say hi to this one. This one's also anonymous. Hi. Hey, fellas. Hi, anonymous. What happens when the show stops taping? <laughs> we're usually <laughs> drunk on the floor. <laughs> from the contact high we got from Kenny. Yeah, yeah, that's true. In reality, does the show ever stop taping? No, it no. doesn't. No. It doesn't. No. If you knew it's, how- just that, it's just that we don't have someone following us with a recorder the whole time. That's the whole thing. No, Which but, we could probably arrange. But mm-hmm. you actually both have me texting you constantly, screaming, save the fucking material. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yes. Yeah, I'm you totally do. right. You do. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. they are just as much of a joy off the show <laughs> as they are on it. <clears throat> Maybe we'll do. Uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, what texting show? Oh, a text. Really? No. What? Okay. No. Back to Kenny. No. All right. So I got one for you. And Veranda, we understand if you don't answer this one. Uh-huh. This is from uh, something that I can't pronounce. Liz DeMolo, <laughs> maybe? Liz DeMolo. <laughs> it says, hi, guys. Hey, Liz. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, God. <laughs> if you were a fruit, what would you be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Liz. For those that didn't hear that, uh, over, you are poking over, the bear. Over, <laughs> over the laugh of Thomas, the hearty laugh of Thomas. Give him a while. Give him one while. Wow, Liz. If you were really? a fruit, what would you be? That's the best she's got. I don't know. I, I don't know if started that. Like, if you were a fruit, <laughs> it's the right way to go. Get a banana, and I'm here to sing. Oh, brand no, of the so, banana, no, right? Brand, almost. No, no, no. no, no, no. Okay. I like saying my favorite fruit's oh, name. Here we go. Kumquat. Kumquat. <laughs> uh, we didn't even practice that. Thomas, what about you? Oh, come on. Uh, you're just a big old fruit bowl. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, you know, pick a fruit. You got me. Let's, we're going to call him fruit cocktail. And Kenny. Well, yeah, what would you guys pick for me? It, definitely a melon. Because of my big head? Is it because of my big head? <laughs> oh, you jerks. All right, list. Back to Brandon. Okay, so um, we get a lot of emails from other countries, we which, do. Is yeah, which is amazing. So, cool. so we thought we would share uh, some of these for you. Um, oh, there's a dollar in the jar. Lord. Go on. All right, so I, please forgive me if I do screw this up, but... Because you will. Because I probably will, and I apologize ahead of time. Um, Ali Bakrin, that, this is from wow. Ali Bakrin. I think you I'm going to assume that's I correct. Um, it says, hi, Tit for Tat Show. Hi, hi Ali. Uh, <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> oh, my so, God, Penny, that was really good. But that here, was but good. here you go, here you go. <laughs> You have many loves of the show here in Syria. Oh, awesome. Wow. Isn't that crazy? In our difficult times, you make us happy. Oh, my God. This is so amazing. It is amazing. That's really this cool. Is, I, got, I got chills. This is, like, really cool. This, I right? feel, oh, I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, thank you, Ali Bakrin. <laughs> I don't laugh. That's not, no. Darling, I apologize if I said your name wrong, but we do appreciate your love and admiration from... All the way around the world. And it is truly intensely amazing. It yes, really, yeah. really, it really, really is. is. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And keeping on that course. Right back at you, Syria. Love you. Yeah. Yeah, Syria. They do have a lot going on right now. It's mm -hmm. kind of amazing they are yeah. listening to yeah. us. Well, hey, if we're making them laugh, we're doing something right. Duck. Well, no, that probably wasn't like, good. <laughs> wow. How okay. Wonderful, <laughs> how wonderfully flattering it is that we can, you know, brighten someone's day, mm -hmm. especially someone that's sure. potentially going through the things that we hear about going on in Syria. So, right. And yeah. now, are we ready for me? Mm -hmm. uh, no. Hello. All right. We're ready. Okay. Hello. Hi. Who am I saying hi to? Sending, oh, um, mm -hmm. Chin Han. Hi, Chin Han. Chin Han. Oh, hello. And I may be mispronouncing that, but I think I have a safe bet. Yeah. I was talking to Margaret Cho a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> hello. Um, sending much love from China. What? Wow. Yes. yes. Come sit on our great wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be I am so cool. Totally stealing that line, by and the way. And then. <clears throat> They included drag rot. Drag rot. Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> yes. I can bring my drag rot to the Great Wall of China. You can and mm. sit on it, apparently. Veranda on the Great Wall of China. How about that? Yes. And then wow. I will, I, I do know this from Shishi. Jackie Chan movies. Shishi. Thank you. Oh. Yes. Well, Shishi back right to you. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Not she. She. Like. Right. Should she, I say wrong? No, you're fine. I think oh, they know what means? you're talking. Just get your ass on the wall. Is oh, what okay. she's saying. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Much love to you. Very cool. We love the international emails. Mm-hmm. I do anyway. I think I they're amazing. Mm-hmm. I actually have one too. Let's oh, hear so it. So this is from uh, Mike Parton, and I believe. Mike Parton is writing from the UK. It says, hello, queers and Kenny. <laughs> hello, <laughs> Mike, UK Mike. <laughs> Greetings from the UK. Wow. Well, when are you coming to London to speak to our queens? <gasps> Cheers. Oh, that'll be lovely. I met so many wonderful queens when I was at the Austin International Drag Festival that were from the UK. Shania O'Shea is fantastic. Oh my God, she's so fabulous. Um, but but uh, a discharge and a bunch of other girls, yeah. Oh, they were they were phenomenal. I've got a discharge. I, I know you do. And actually, when I traveled there, I met some other great great queens, um, Kitty Litter, and uh, um, oh, there were so many more. It, we just had such a blast. And the girls from the UK are fantastic. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd definitely go there in a heartbeat. Right. We would love to go to London. Yes. Yeah. They Any part of the UK. They may not let Kenny out of the country though. Why? Well, rehab's a bitch. Oh, right? come on, man. <laughs> but no, seriously, we get really excited from all the emails. Mm-hmm. Let's not oh, segment absolutely. that. Absolutely. But um, there is something extra special from, you yeah. know, right? It's just amazing. You always think that you're, you're in this little box of, you know, we're recording in our hometown. We think it's going across the United States, but it's actually going everywhere. It's going everywhere, which is fantastic. Hey, if you... What would be a what would be a, like a dream country for you to get an email from? Let's let's send a mm. shout out and see if we can get that working. Wow, where where could we? Let's see what would be kind of fun. And I'll tell you if we've actually gotten one. Um, Japan, Japan would be good. Japan would be fantastic. Yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. Kenny, I Ireland. No, oh, Ireland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We actually get several emails from Ireland. Wow. The north of Ireland. Well, I didn't quite yeah. drill them in the email. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe, what about something like way south of the border, you know, like Ecuador? What about Rio for the Olympics? How about we get an email, right? So if you're listening, send us an email. We'd love to get them. Absolutely, honeys. Go on tit4tatshow.com and you can send us a fantastic email. Or an average email. That's right. Or You know what? They're all fantastic. We love them. Just no death threats. Yeah, well. (laughs) No more, please. No more. And don't forget, all you people out there who want to get your kilts, go on kiltedbros.com. Uh, when you go to check out, put in the coupon code TIT, the number four, and TAT. That's kiltedbros.com. And that is our mail sack for the day. Woo-hoo! Yes. What exactly is that angelic harp? Uh, that That is... An angel on crack? Our nuts are happy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be right back. Yes. With the first of our two special pride guests, mm. Mark Willett yeah. from Be Out. Yeah. Hey, everybody, this is Ty Hernan, and you're listening to the great and amazing. This, this show is fantastic, y'all. Tip for tat. Don't go anywhere. Crank it up. So, Veranda. Yes, darling. You know, every now and then, the Tip for Tat show, we look at, a, we look at some new and amazing things we need our community of titty tats to know about. We, and we, we all need it. We all need it. Mm-hmm. And na- right this minute, we have exactly one of those things. Oh, please do tell. Let me tell you about Mark Willett, the co-founder and CEO of Be Out. He was an entrepreneur and entrepreneur and entrepreneur what? Yeah, one of those. <laughs> and he decided it was time to sh- to shift the script of the LGBTQ culture. 
Ooh, so I like it already. Yeah, you like him already? Yeah. And I've seen his headshot and he's cute. Ooh, that's even better. I knew you'd like Cuteness that part. works. There you go. <laughs> so everybody say hi to Mark Willett. Hey, hey Mark. Mark. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me and uh, for the compliment. <laughs> of course. Oh, darling, so before we leave, I want to get your digits so I can call you later and stalk you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's not kidding. She's not well, kidding. I'm visible on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, tell us about this amazing new venture, Be Out. Well, it's an all-inclusive, first-of-its-kind mobile app for the whole LGBTQ community with best-of-its-class, um, original content, and collaborative community. And basically what that means is that we're two things. We're a full-fledged social network with tons of features, and then also we're original content delivery system where we have uh, content, um, original content providers uh, that are all experts in their field across a ton of different topics. And also we allow our community to create their own, to- their own topics too and engage their audience. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to ask you, I was doing a little uh, review of, of uh, Be Out, and is it going to be kind of geocentric where, it, say, I would connect with someone within my own city, um, say a business-to-business or something of that nature? Actually, everything. So, you know, we are a mobile app, so we are kind of highly focused on the features that you take with you throughout the day and that wherever you are. And one of the things that I've done a lot of in my, in my career was travel. And sometimes, you know, you're not, all, you're not always looking to meet up for sex. You're looking for, you know, just someone to go out and have a drink with or for the city that you're in. And we don't have a lot of uh, outlets for, any, for, you know, those kind of opportunities within the community. And, you know, and also we're a very diverse community. We don't always agree on the same kinds of things. We don't like all the same kinds of things. And I think it's time for us to have a sort of central cultural hub for everyone. And there's a lot of reasons why our community should be coming together politically, socially, to discuss our issues. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to have <clears throat> be able to share our own views and ideas with everybody within, within this uh, platform. Right. And we're always trying to learn. We're trying to educate ourselves. Um, we're trying to keep abreast of, of certain issues. And, you know, there's not a place where if you look at the trans community, there's not really a place where they can go to talk amongst even themselves or to educate, you know, the rest of our community in, in, on their issues and the things that we need to know that are important to them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're such a segmented group. They need to be able to have a much larger voice and to be able to share it with everyone. Because there's a lot of people within our own community that don't understand certain terminology and, and or issues that may be going on. Even within our, you know, our own small little culture, you know, we're, we're sometimes a little more self-centered than we should be. But, you know, this might be a great opportunity for everyone. Well, speak for yourself. First of all, <laughs> wow. I will say though, the, one of the main reasons that we thought this was going to be a great fit for our show is we get dozens and dozens and dozens of emails specifically asking for stuff exactly like you were just describing it. And now we will be able to have a platform to steer all those people. Right. Um, you know, like I said, we really wanted to create a, a central cultural hub. So if you were looking for content or if you were a content provider like yourself, you know, we ha- it's just yet another way to not only find an audience, but really engage and foster the audience and, ha- and, and create even more of a following and, 
and to kind of give give uh, you know podcasts and things with yourself like a a really good target to, to uh, a target to aim all of their content at and and to have that sort of passive audience. So, are you reaching out to um, LGBT Chamber of Commerces like NGLCC or um, you know LGBT and allied based nonprofits to get their views and if this would be a functional thing for them? Absolutely. Um, one of our investors actually is in the NGLCC, and uh, we have uh, ties to some people in GLAD. Um, and the HRC, and, and we've been doing a lot of research along the way before. You know, we've been in development for about two years, and we've done a lot of research along the way and had a lot of conversations and gotten a lot of feedback from organizations like that. And, you know, we want it to be a place that not only just, you know, some kid like me growing up in Nebraska has a place to go find community uh, and get questions answered, but also the people that are there that, you know, are experts in some sort of field that, would benefit from having a place to sort of disseminate that information and have other people too that are looking for that information. Is Europe not really a, a place for that right now? And that's the hole we wanted to fill. I think it's a great idea. Um, my other, my only suggestion would be that you introduce me to Davina, if you could. What? I'm going to need that yeah. one more time. What was that? <laughs> I was hoping you could introduce me to Davina Tomasula. She's, oh, I, Davina Tomasula, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's one of our she's one of our contributors. She was raised in China. She was one of the top bartenders in New York, and she also does a lot of um, cooking kinds of things for us. So she's kind of our food and drink um, girl, and she's beautiful. Yeah, she's, you know, she's, yeah, that's she's what I was getting at. Right, we love having her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just so you know, the yeah, yeah. straight producer Kenny has a tendency to hit on every possible guest, so that's just what happened right now. Yeah, <laughs> but let's take it back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Let's take it back to business. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? Um, well, first of all, we're at our website is www.beout.lgbt, and there's that LGBT. Um, domain, which is awesome. Yes. Um, so B-O-U-T dot L-G-B-T. You can see everything about the app. You can see how beautiful it is and, and the walkthrough of all of the features. There's tons of features. One of our, our big goals. And at the bottom, you can actually register. Just give us your name and email and you can you get your first month of premium content for free. Fantastic. Launch, which will be this summer. That is fantastic. I love it. I'm doing it right now. I have my computer up. I'm doing it right Good. now. She really is doing it right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> she keeps looking at your picture, though, so I would not yeah. give her your number. <laughs> Keep that number to yourself, Mark. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we are super, super, super excited to be able to spread the news of this amazing app that you created with two other people, correct? Uh, yes, uh, my other uh, two co-founders. One is Thomas Falconer. Um, he is—he's our industry veteran. He's been working in, in, in marketing and advertising for over thirty years in New York City. He works for Ogilvy now, and uh, as one of their senior content strategists. And he's helped a lot with uh, the creation of our community and, and to make sure that we're really giving the community something that's really going to be useful for every single member, regardless of what they would come to the social network like this for. And then our other uh, co-founder is Daniel Kander, who's a long-term friend of mine and a brilliant designer, and he's the mind behind the majority of our UX and design, which, again, is just really streamlined and beautiful. It is beautiful. Absolutely. 
and we are going to be founding. Well, thank you. What are we founding members? We're we're founding yeah. we're founding something. If you sign up there, you will be a, a founding member. Yes. Yay! And all of the. T- <laughs> we're happy to have you. <laughs> you might need to think about that before you commit <laughs> yeah. to that mm-hmm. message. But, <laughs> no, you know, more uh, the more the merrier when it when it comes to social networks. You know, we're not always all going to agree. We're not always going to be you know looking for the same things, but. That's what we're there. We're there for for everyone. We're not there to say that you know the sex apps are fine. You know, hooking up is is great. It's just there's so much more to real human connection and so much more in our community. And we can we can do more than what's out there right now. Absolutely, we can mm-hmm. do better, and you are paving the way for us to do that. That's right. Well, thank you very much. I, I'm uh, I can't wait to share it with the community. Really, honestly. Well, I'm going to make sure that I spread the word, and I, I will spread it pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> far. <laughs> Just far and wide for me. I'll spread it far and wide. Oh, from, please from, don't from, encourage from her. From Oregon to Maine, I will spread it. <laughs> See, somehow we start on a really high note, and we end in the gutter every single time. Hey, that's where we. That's where we like to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> at well, least, I, at least Mark's laughing. So I knew what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Mark? Why why don't we say when you guys are officially launching? Why don't we have you back and have another huge shout out for the app? Yes, yeah, that's great. We'd love to. We'd love to. Again, it's going to be probably in the later part of this summer. Okay. Uh, you know, you never know with the app store how long it takes to get something approved. We're we're really first of its kind to the app. So yes, uh, we anticipate it'll be pretty short, and we'll definitely be out this summer. And you know, we're uh, we have a free version and a paid version, so really anyone can join. Absolutely. Why don't you one more time shout out exactly where they can find you? Well, you can find us at B Out. B-O-U-T on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then our website is www.boutlgbt. Awesome. And we, we will be blasting it as well to all of our followers. So we are going to start raising the awareness. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you guys having me. Oh, thank you, darling. Keep up the good work. Yeah, well done. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Thanks. You guys too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. It's tit for tat time with Veranda Thomas and Kenny, or as I like to call it, the end of the world as we know it. All right, Veranda, I could not be more excited about our next guest. Oh, yeah? Yes, especially during our Pride episode. Mm, that's right. We've had a ton of people, amazing guests on this show, mm-hmm. Margaret Cho, yeah. on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But this one has a special place in my heart yeah. because I am the huge mega fan of the amazing, the one, the only, Frank DeCaro. Oh, hello. (laughs) Woohoo. Oh, my goodness. I love it. (laughs) Well, hi, Frank, darling. How the hell are you? I'm good. I just got in from the gym, and I'm flat on my back on the bed, and the only thing that's not tired about me is my lip. Oh. So I'm, I'm happy to be with you, because that's all that's working right now. Oh, my God. I thought going to the gym, you got an entire workout. What the hell? It's not it's, that no, kind of gym. Been, it's been good. I'm down almost 30 pounds since Easter. So oh, I'm wow. very, very excited. Congratulations. Wow. And if you were a fan the size of the fan that I am, you'd know that because you'd be seeing pictures of a totally shrinking Frank. Are you, are you stalking? Are you stalking again? 
Well, I don't think I don't think he minds my stalking. <laughs> no, I love. I I married a stalker. I, See? My husband was my first stalker. I, no, I married him. I I love him. But no, I love, you really know one until somebody stalks you. That's the way I feel. So I'm I'm delighted. Yeah, well, it's not hard though because I live so publicly. But I've been putting those. Uh, I call them extra selfies, and uh, and I because I love a good contraction. That's stupid. And so I've been taking these pictures of myself and um and it kind of keeps me honest because I, I figure if I if I don't post for a few days people think, excuse me, you're not going to the gym. It's like no like this this past weekend there, the, I said to someone, I said, did you like the extra selfies this weekend? They said, I didn't see them. I said, there were none. I said, I did nothing to eat. <laughs> so I stayed within my points, you know, or my, my calorie count. But I still, it, it was, oh, I, didn't, I did not eat one healthy thing yesterday. It, <laughs> it started with donuts and, and ended with a filet of fish in an airport. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so. you, you got to have that day off, though, to keep you going. I'm you got you. to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But let's, let's talk about you a little bit. Um, amazing. Amazing career and still going strong. I mean, from The Daily Show to your own talk show that I was an uh, absolute dedicated listener to, um, you're, you're everywhere. We, we love hearing you. Thank you. Well, I, I've been very blessed. Now, someone said to me, they said, you keep figuring out ways to sell yourself back to people. And I was like, I kind of do, don't I? I just, I sort of get paid to be me. And, and it's been, I've been very lucky that that's worked out as nicely as it has. But, uh, but yeah, I, my, my claim to fame, I had been a journalist and, you know, I wrote and was kind of quiet and did my thing. And then the Daily Show happened and then I, I gave into my canned ham, uh, <laughs> nature. And so suddenly I, I was thrust into being a performer and I, and I love it. And, it's been a long time now. I, I think I've been in showbiz as long as I've been as I was a journalist, and it's been fun. And and so I did the Daily Show for six and a half years, and then my own Daily Show on Sirius XM for twelve and a half. Yeah. Or no, it was about almost just over twelve years. And now I'm touring with Lisa Lampanelli all over the country. I'm her opening act. So, oh my god! Uh, I have a whole new story going on in my life. It's very exciting. I love Lisa Lampanelli. I think we all love She's Lisa Lampanelli. She's a dirty broad, I'll tell you. I just, <laughs> anything I say, I tell the audience, I say, anything I say, it's the bunny slope compared to what she's coming from. <laughs> so I can pretty much get away with anything because she is just unbelievable. We, we have been everywhere. We've been Wichita, Lincoln, Minneapolis, uh, the Beacon in New York City, two thousand some people. Wow. Uh, you know, right there on the Upper West Side, it was fantastic. So we, we've been having a great time, and it's, this is a year now. Five months. This is a year since we started working together, and in uh, about fifteen or sixteen years since we met. So it's it's been uh, good. She's she's a piece of work, but uh, to have a mentor at my age is pretty great, you know. And, and I do in her. So it's been it's been fantastic, and I'll tell you. 2,000 people, are when they laugh, they're a lot louder than 40 gay drunks on 23rd Street <laughs> on a Tuesday night, you know? It, it's been an awful lot of fun uh, playing to her very loving, naughty audiences. So, well, uh, and cause they're huge. She's so freaking popular. I mean, it's, you know, you 2,000 people at a clip. So uh, it's, it's really fun. Well, and let's not forget, you are officially Lisa Lampanelli's bottom. No. <laughs> I am on your designated bottom, and I, you have to spread them for somebody, and at least you pay for it, you know, so it's, it's good. Yeah, she, uh, she does. She, she puts the condom on first, though, so it's okay. But no, she's, she is tough, but boy, oh boy, does she, uh, 
uh, you know, she also enthusiastic and, and really, she's been great. I got the sweetest note this morning. I got a text saying, you know, how pleased she was with how well the weekend shows went. And awesome. So, uh, no, it's great. But I do, when I come out, I always, I like to find two straight guys in the front row, you know? Yeah. And then I say to them, I say, I hope you brought condoms, because Lisa's going to fuck you tonight. <laughs> you are, I don't know if you've ever bottomed before, but you're bottoming tonight. And so, and they, they like, and they seem, they seem to think it's funny. So, um, it's, it's good. But, uh, and then she does. I mean, she, she makes mincemeat of all of them, and then they come back for more, and they, and they love it. You need to so bring it's your... It's really fun. I have to tell you, some people are like, oh my God, how can you, you know, get in front of all those people? Oh, it's like a warm bath. A spotlight is like a, just slipping into a warm bath. I, I love it. You know, I, it's, it's very fun. When we played the Beacon, and, you know, I mean, New York was my hometown for all the, for 25 years. Yeah. And here we are at this celebrated theater, 2,000 people in the audience. And an old friend of mine said, are you scared? And I said, of performing? No. I said, I'm scared of driving into New York City and finding a parking space. Standing on stage is nothing. Parking is hard. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so how much fun was it being, being on I've Got a Secret? Oh, my God. We, you know, that's the show that didn't get enough love. It really didn't. We did 40 episodes of an all-gay I've Got a Secret. And the gag was none of us had a secret. We were all out. We were gay. It was funny. So we did this show for Game Show Network in 2006. Oh, my God. It's 10 years. And it was me and Suzanne Westenhofer and Billy Bean, who's now the, the LGBT liaison for Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. and a, a, a really fun performer named Jermaine Taylor. And the four of us, were the four gays on the panel, and then Bill Dwyer, adorable straight guy, was the host, and we would say outrageous things and flirt with him and make him uncomfortable. It was it was really fun, and uh, and we were on for forty episodes, and the the ratings were good, but they weren't so good that the the network thought. Why not just run episodes in the 50s and then we don't have to pay anybody? Right, right. So, uh, so that was, honestly, that was the, the way that it went. They just, you know, they liked it. Although, the best thing was, the New York Post reviewed our show, and we got zero stars. <laughs> zero! Oh, no. <laughs> no, zero is good. One is terrible. Zero is really, <laughs> you know? Zero is a story. One is like, oh, that's... Yeah. Right, you know, you right, right. But no stars, you're doing something right if you got no stars. Right. You know? So um, we love that. That's like a dream of mine. I love game shows and things like that. Like to 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 do a full on game. Wouldn't you imagine a seven foot tall drag queen doing a game show, like hosting this crazy ass show? <laughs> I would love I to do something be, like that. Be wonderful. I, I would watch. I anyone anyone named Lanai is okay. By <laughs> I, 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 just, I am. Miranda, I'm down with you. I, I think that, that sounds wonderful. I was going to say that when, when you said that was your dream, it was like, what, to get a really bad review in the New York Post? That, Absolutely. That that? Absolutely, honey. <laughs> well, a bad review is better than no review, that's right? That's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll take what it. Is that to, it's, better to, wait, it's better to be... Wait, it's, over, it's better to be looked over than overlooked or <laughs> come over than overcome. Yeah. I don't remember which one of those things anyway, but it's something like that. <sighs> yeah, and let's talk about the amazing 12 and a half years you did on your very own show, because I listened all the time, and as a matter of fact, your fill-in, Suzanne Westenhofer, you just discussed, has yeah. been a guest She's on a our guest show, of ours, yeah. um, and is amazing. But um, I... I you want... Can I tell you how Suzanne and I met before I tell you about the radio? Yes. Okay, so Suzanne and I, had, we, we'd sort of danced around each other, but we didn't really meet in, in, in any quality time. And we were on a panel 
And it was called What's So Funny About Being Gay? And it was gay, funny people. And we were seated next to each other, and they asked us, so, what, let's start with the question. What is so funny about being gay? And we two of us looked at each other, and we said, it's a sad and lonely existence. <laughs> 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 and, and we just started from that. The two of us were just like, it's, sad, it's an abomination. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like, we were so ashamed of ourselves. And we were having such a good time taking that tack. And we we're like, oh, I guess we're going to be friends forever now. So we are. But uh, it, it was kind of, again, she, I think Suzanne was on the last episode they broadcast of the Frankie Cow show because it was the Doria Biddle show because I was flying. Yeah. And then we didn't get to do those last two shows. Right, um, right, right. You know, for a, they, we didn't get to do a finale because they were afraid I was going to have a big mouth. And, and I wasn't, unfortunately. You know, was, I, 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 you know, so we didn't get a finale. But you know what? It's like the, the last two days should have nothing to do with how fabulous the 12 years before Absolutely that Absolutely right. You know, it, right. It always, it always, you should never take the temperature of your job by the, the day you were fired. You right, know, right, you right. really have to like look at it from when it was going and, and I'm firing on all cylinders, you know? Absolutely. So, uh, that's what, God, we had, we had everybody from Justin Bieber to B. Arthur on the show. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh. it's like, how, how much fun is that? Well, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, the the guests were so insane, and my favorites were always the kitschy people that seemed like you just connected with them amazingly. You know? Yeah, it's really true. I, I, it's like, you know, I, remember I had a therapist once who told her little kid, you can't go into the television. It's like, yes, you can. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, it's like you can totally meet everybody you grew up with and, and you know, and, and loved, and, you know, you just have to figure out a way to do it. And, you know, I mean, I... I got every monster, but but Herman, you know. I mean, I think it was my favorite show was the monster. I talked to all of them, at least mm. Herman, you know. So awesome. uh, it's it, you can you can do it if you need to. I, you know, I mean, I was obsessed with Batman, and I, I, I it's right before she died, I was on the phone with with uh, Batgirl, you know, with Yvonne Craig, and I talked to Adam West and Burt Ward and wow. Julie Newmar, and you know, it's it's pretty amazing. I've, I've met Julie Newmar a couple meet, times. She's so. she's just such a doll. I love Julie Newmar. She was just so fabulous to sit and chat with. Yeah, she's incredible, and she looks fantastic. I know. She, you know, I mean, like, she's she's a thousand, and she looks and talk about having nine lives. It's like she's, I want to look like her when I'm. Her, I want to look like her when I'm her age. Well, you are her age. Oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the question I have. I'm sure everybody asks you who your favorite guest was. I want to know who was the most difficult, oh, yeah. awful guest. You don't need, you, let us know. The worst guest, and now I, I'm, I, I blank uh, out on his name. He was in Little Miss Sunshine, and he, he may have been nominated for the Oscar. <laughs> <and> he, <laughs> Crabby and old, and now I cannot think of his name. And uh -huh. he, he was quick. I am me quick. <laughs> <laughs> we have <laughs> Lanai. Um, we have Lanai typing away as we speak. Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. And yeah. Now you get to play. You get to know what Doria had to deal with for twelve years. Like, yes. You know, it's the guy from that, but it's the thing. Uh, he was the older crabby guy from Little Miss Sunshine, and he was so mean, and he had a book out, and he didn't want to talk about the book. And then anything I brought up, he didn't want to talk about. Oh no! And he was—he well, was terrible, freaking believable. So it drove, it drove me insane, it's, and was that was—that truly was the worst experience. I'm gonna—I'm totally gonna look him up now. Greg Kinnear, no, no, no. Alan Arkin, together. Alan Arkin. 
That's the one. Yeah, Alan yeah. had that bastard. <laughs> Alan Arkin, thank you. See, that's why I blocked it out. Uh, Alan Arkin, yes, he was so nasty. And Dory thought it was funny. Dory was like, oh, Dory was good for like, you know, oh, I'm drowning. Here, hold this anvil. You know, that was Dory. <laughs> she that was funny. So, uh, but it, he was horrible. And, and he just, he didn't want to talk about the book. And the publicist is looking at me like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This, he's being horrible. And he yeah. was. He was, he, he was the worst. The most disappointing was the two guys from Devo, uh, Mark yes. Mother's Bob, whatever the other one. <laughs> yes. And they were, they wished, they looked like they wished they were anywhere but there. Mm. You know, the way, you know, the way like teenagers can be on their phone constantly and yeah. you're like, I'm talking to you, you're on your freaking phone, stop. They were kind of on their phone while we were talking. And I just was like, is there somewhere you'd rather be? Because it's okay. Oh, no. You know, I, I have the records. I don't need you long. <laughs> but um, but they were kind of the the that was just disappointing. It was it yeah. was a little bit like do you really not want to be here because it's I don't want to be snotty, but and I do think they're important musically. But there's, I don't think people are clamoring for them. You know, yes, yes. It's, it's a little you know if you, if you got a little iced by someone who's if Madonna wants to be bitchy to me, I'm fine. <laughs> you know? But uh, if Taylor Swift wants to call me fat, I'm okay. It's good. Yes. You know, I think, but, it, but like, don't be in a band that no one under 50 cares about. Well, you know? no, and, and, that one hits a little you know, close to home you know. because, you know, they're from Akron. Yeah, they're we from are Cleveland-based. I love them. So we claim <laughs> that. <laughs> oh no! And I just actually, I just, I just talked with Mark uh, Mothersbaugh. He has an exhibit that just opened up here in Cleveland, and I, I talked to him like two weeks ago. <laughs> was he nice to you? You know, he was, and you know, I think, I think it's because he's so eccentric. You know, he's he's yeah. just you know. I think I think he sees music like instead of playing. I think he sees it. Like, like I think a it's just yeah. Thing kind right, of? yeah. Right. I think he's just so well, in- interesting. He's incredibly, very incredibly talented, and they're one of my favorite bands. That's why I was disappointed because I was like, oh, you don't know, but I love you, and you're kind of icing me, and I don't like it. You know, well, who, so it was yeah. It was that was a little bit hard. Who, they just seemed bored, you know, yeah. and, and that was. So that was a drag. Don't worry, me. Frank. But I, but I love them. Don't but worry, still. Frank. I've got your back, and the next time I see him, I'm going to start spanking him, going, this is for Frank <laughs> DeCaro. <laughs> no, just leave out the part. What if he hears that I said no one under 50 cares? That's terrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> they do. No, because he does all that work for children's shows. Yeah, he they does. do care. It's just, that was me being bitchy. It's, you know, so just leave that part out. All right. Well, yeah, <laughs> you can well, leave it on the radio, but I don't care. You know, Who? But it's... But, but don't tell him. Don't underline it when you see him. Okay, okay. Who, who was yeah. the most uh, surprising guest? Like, that you, you, you didn't know how to take him, and then all of a sudden they were like, bam, wow, these people are fantastic. Oh, my God. It's more, I was thinking more in terms of, like, who, who doesn't disappoint, but it's like, um, I, well, a lot of times, like, I like a good frothy broad, you know, and that was always yeah. the best. And, and when Carol Cook was on, I mean, I, I kind of knew she'd be amazing, but I don't think I knew she'd be as amazing as she was. And and I asked her why did, I said, hey, what's the secret to your, she, she said she'd been married to her husband for so many years, and he was sitting there, and I and I thought, you know, I, I said, you know, what's the secret? Is it because you, you laugh together or you're a wonderful cook? And she said, no, I'm just one of the better fucks in the business. <laughs> and this, is a, this is a 90-something woman. <laughs> and and she, she just was, it was, you could have knocked me over with a feather. It was just, awesome. she was, she, I thought she was great. And, and B. Arthur, of course, said some uh. of our favorite, favorite filthy, 
filthy things. I, I loved her so much. And getting to sit down with Joan Rivers was really mm. astounding. Oh, I'm that, sure. That was, I mean, the three times I sat with her, she was very generous. You know, I mean, she'd laugh at things you said, and, and it wasn't fake laugh. It was like she was her game. She, mm-hmm. she liked people who were funny and who knew and, and who respected her for how funny she was. Yeah. I mean, she, she was so uh, generous in that sense that you could, uh, it was, didn't have to all be about her, and she could clown it out. And, and I, I love to tell this, I, I showed up just by chance. I, I thought, I better look casual, but colorful. I'll be all right. So I wore a hot pink Lacoste shirt and khakis and silver Prada sneakers. And I walk in, and Joan is wearing a hot pink jacket, silver shoes, holding a silver bag. <laughs> so I lo- so I looked at her and I said, Joan, I I clearly got the memo about what to wear today. And she looked at me up and down and she said, Only assholes dress like this. <laughs> so, so that that was that was my favorite Joan thing. I thought that was she That's was awesome. she was a scream. So. Oh wow! But, and, uh, yeah, and I, I'm just when you think about you know, the, just some of the names that I, I've mentioned here. I mean, it's it's like I think I've met 99 percent of the people who were hilariously funny during my lifetime. You know, I mean, I, 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 the idea you know that it's like, well, have you met Mel Brooks? Yes. Have you met Carl Reiner? Yes. Did you meet Sid Caesar? Yes. Did, did you meet? You know, I mean, it's like I didn't meet Lucy. But right. there's, you know, I've met Carol Burnett more than once. I've, you know, I, I've, I've, talk, I've sat with Joan Rivers many times. You know, it, it's, it's like, and B. Arthur and all yeah. of the Golden Girls and Marlo Thomas. And uh, I think of all these hilariously funny women and, and, and men as well. But, uh, you know, not Seinfeld or, or Larry David, not that school of things, but certainly the funniest women alive I think I've gotten to meet. So Absolutely. It's, it's been pretty great. And the guests were always amazing, but I have to be honest, my favorite part of the show was always between you and Doria, especially if you were running late. Loved. I loved that. <laughs> loved it. Yeah, she, uh, um, when she did the montage of excuses, yes. uh, that was one of my favorite things that she ever... And that was totally a surprise. I didn't know she was doing that, and she kind of put that together. And, was, and I loved when... when I, I don't know. I don't think she did this. It got this to happen, but Rosie O'Donnell said... She called in, she used to call in as Beth Simon, her character, her <laughs> mentally challenged character from riding the bus with my sister. And Rosie would just call in because she was listening. And she, one time she said, thank you, Carol, you and your stupid face. You and you're always late for work. <laughs> and, and it's just, you and your stupid face, you're always late for work. It's just, it's like, it's Rosie O'Donnell, one of the biggest stars of our lifetime. Yes. And she's making fun of me, and she's doing tar voice. You know, God, sorry about that word. But it, it, <laughs> just, it was just like, I couldn't believe it. It was just a scream. Amazing. So, uh, no, it, was pretty, it was pretty good. But you know what was great, too? Dick Cavett, who really was like really? one of the greatest talk shows ever. Yes. He was a scream, and he didn't want to leave, and he hung out, and he was funny. And then when we had Carol Channing on, she didn't want to leave because I scared her, because I told her... Um, she said she was going to a signing, and I said, Carol, what do you do if some girl comes over and, like, whips a boob out and wants you to sign that? <laughs> and she said, oh, Frank, I'm scared. I don't want to go now. You know, and so then she didn't want to, she just stayed with us. You know, she stayed with us for long, so that, that oh. was pretty astounding. I feel like an old broad. I have to tell yes. you. That's why I enjoyed it so much. It was good. I, 
<laughs> oh my God! Well, that... I got on so famously with my co-host. She's all bought. Yeah, no, not really. She's, that... she's... Carol Channing gives me life. I, I got to tell you, I feel like I was like Carol Channing's long lost um, shoe or something. I, j- I love Carol Channing to death. For sure. Uh, yeah. Not an off, not a child. I lost my shoe on Broadway one night and it just happened to show up full of glitter. Frank, if you were looking at what I'm looking at, you'd get the shoe reference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, just, I just said, no, because I know he's like, I told a story. There's a picture of, of remember Cher? We did that character of Laverne. Yes, yes, yes. Remember Laverne yes. with the bobble earrings and the leopard yes. or the, the tiger striped unitard kind of thing? I would have, there's a picture of her with Liberace and he's all done up. And I always said, those were my birth parents. And now, you know, I was adopted <laughs> by an Italian family in New Jersey. So I used to, so, but I, so the idea that you're, her shoe, I, I, I would go high. I'd aim higher to be one of the. All right, all right, all right. I'm Carol Channing's girdle. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That's higher. That's higher. Okay, so one of the things that we love to do on the show is get to know a lot more about people in kind of a unique way. Yes, we uh-oh, we we uh-oh. love to play a game called the tit for tat, this, this or, or that, that game. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give you a speed round of one or the other, and you have to choose it. And this will give us a little bit more insight of as to who you are, Frank, darling. Oh, I like this. Yes, All right. Yes. And please feel free to, you know, elaborate. Yeah. yeah. Just ignore straight producer Kenny. It's always <laughs> or best. Ignore me altogether. That's fine. <laughs> ah. All right. So we're going to start off with something um, rather simple here, just to get us going here. Peanut butter or jelly? Jelly. Paul Lind or Charles Nelson Riley? Paul Lind. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Armpits or feet? Um, oh, that? Oh, don't make me choose. Um, uh, 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 pits. Oh. <laughs> R&B or dance? Dance. Tony's or Academy Awards? Oh, Tony's. For Yay some- or then... <laughs> yeah. Blanche Devereaux would say. Okay. Versace or Dolce? Versace. She looks like, I like Donatella because she, she looks like Janice the Muppet. And I can just hear her saying, you know, like, or some junk. Okay. Um, in her gravelly voice. All right. Cocktail or wine? Cocktail. Phyllis Diller or Carol Channing? Wow. Less is more or more is best. Well, but more is what? But just more. Whatever the more one was. Okay, more is more. More is better, right? I'm going to do right in. More is more. Okay. Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio? Neither. Neither. Sorry. That was nasty. All right. So, so, Uh, okay. Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio? Well, but also oh, if you said neither, who would you pick? Because Martha Wash, she didn't like neither. Then she chose <laughs> she chose somebody else. Yeah, we can't remember who right now. I would Idris Elba. To... She chose Idris Elba. Oh my god! Well, everybody chooses Idris. Mm. Idris Elba. Come, if he wants to come over and suck me in half, that's fine. <laughs> that. but, um, no, uh, my favorite is Ewan McGregor in no. Train Spotting. He's my favorite. Nice. That, that era of Ewan McGregor just makes me. Queen, like a big girl. <laughs> All right, silver or gold? Uh, silver. 
Humor or intelligence? Intelligence. Wow, I wasn't Ooh. expecting that one. Yeah. Uh, Gaga or Madonna? No, you know what? Because it's like because when I find out funny people aren't smart, it pisses me off. <laughs> <That's why. laughs> and I want it together, uh, or it's no fun for me. You have to be smart and funny. If it turns like I, do you find that someone's a great comedian, and then you see their notes and they can't spell a goddamn thing, it really upsets me. It's like, oh, I'm not gonna learn how to spell already. It's uh, like, stop it. Uh, uh, Gaga or Madonna? Oh, Madonna. Inhale or exhale? I don't even know what inhale. that means. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I yes. never thought about it. Inhale. <laughs> Hug me or kiss me? Hug me. Bowie or Jagger? Bowie. Yeah. Cookies or cake? Both. Uh, Sorry, both, I didn't mean to but, answer uh, for you. Honestly, <laughs> but cake. If I have to pick one, it's I like layer cake a lot. Okay. okay. Tell me or show me. Um, <laughs> sadly, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me about it after <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, night in or night out? Night in. The 70s or 80s? 70s. Nah. Muscles or toned? Uh, t- uh, tone, actually. I like a good swimmer's build. <laughs> Me too. I'm in, boys. Flaws, <laughs> flaws, flaws or perfection? What are the two? Flaws or perfection? Oh, flaws or perfection. No, flaws. Yeah, flaws are, flaws. Yeah. flaws are hot. Open book or walled off? Story of my life. It's like I can't resist walled off, but I hate myself. How attractive that is to me. I hate my attraction to walled off. Yeah. It's done nothing but bring me sadness in my life. <laughs> that is my hugest flaw, is, is, is loving the walled off. <laughs> Lead or follow? Lead. Black and white or color? Black and white. Whisper or shout? Shout. (laughs) 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 I wish I could say whisper, but shout. Uh, uh, Big spender or big saver? Big spender. I hate a big saver. Please. I, hate, <laughs> I freaking hate the Fergal. I hate them. I like waste. I like excess. <laughs> More is better. It's like if you really want to get it. I, I hate people who put off for tomorrow. It's just, just get it now because they'll always. And I and Doris drove me crazy. She would if a Christmas if a gift came for Christmas and it arrived on the 21st, she had to sit up with it for four days before she could open it. There will be more presents. There are always more presents. Open them the moment they arrive. Always. Like, yes. There's always more of everything. <laughs> okay, so... Jesus, put off for tomorrow. Why would you put Why? Why? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's the nerve of that one. Okay. Yes. Ah. City mouse or country mouse? Cunty mouse. Ugh, crunchy mouse. Ugh. Ugh. Now, cunty mouse is... <laughs> cunty <laughs> mouse, there we go. <laughs> Someone who's quiet and turns out poor is... Right. I like a good cunty mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, newest or classic? 
It used to be newest, but it's classic now. Okay. Hairy or smooth? I have hairy covered. Let's go with smooth. Okay. I'm hairy enough for two people. <laughs> Boxers or briefs? Briefs. There we go. There we go. You have just answered everything on this or that. Yeah. It's not raining, you don't get silver product shoes. That's right. No, although I do think it's 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 just God's cruel joke. It's the first day you wear suede and it rains. That's really you know that's really a problem. It's like <laughs> yes. that that just makes me sad. It's like oh right. come on, it's suede. That's not fair. Oh but, my. Anyway. I don't know. Well, you know, that was that was very telling. You know, we, we've done this with other guests, and they're just like, oh, my God, I don't know if I want to do this. And then it just becomes this, like, fantastic thing. So thank you for being a part of the tit-for-tat this or that game. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Has anyone ever said something that was shocking, like that their, their choice was just you were dumbfounded or... or you know, the best ones are the ones where they say, just like you did, neither, and then add something that we would never have thought of in a million years. <laughs> well, it's, uh, that's why, with, with the, I mean, I, always, I, used to like, I used to like both of them, but, but it's, now I don't care. Now they're just, they're cute, but they're a little overexposed. Yes. But you and McGregor, is he kind of went, like, I don't have to deal with him all the time. He's not in my face. I'm not always reading about him and stuff. But I have to say, the other night, Lisa... Lisa Lampanelli does a Q&A, and, and they asked her, like, you know, who is the, the ultimate guy you've always fantasized about? And so she she turned to me, and she said, well, who is yours? And I said exactly what I said to you. I said, Ewan McGregor in train spotting. And there was a guy in the audience, and he went, yes! <laughs> and it was like, oh, my God. And I looked, and they turned the lights up, and we looked, he looked exactly like me. And it was hysterical. I went over there, and she was like, oh, my God, it's like a mirror. And compelled to scream yes. And I don't know why he, he, he could not contain himself. It was, it was hilarious. I was like, I guess he, I touched his, his Noonie spot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, we would love to. We've done this with some of our other guests here, and it's it's to kind of uh, see if you can get uh, one of your favorite uh, fans over here on the Tit for Tat show. So we'd like to do a double drag dare and see who you could get on our show. And what we end up doing is tweet out to them. We are blessed with over se- like around 70,000 followers now on Twitter, which is amazing. It, it almost matches the number of death threats we get in our emails. <laughs> <You're right>. um, <laughs> so, do you get, well, who would want to do that? They're just jelly. They just are. Speaking just, of peanut butter or jelly. Yes. They're just, just jelly. <laughs> constant, <laughs> constant hey, death threats. you know what that means to me? It means that they're actually listening to the show. So, <laughs> which, which kind of amazes me because if you want to kill us, why are you listening to the show? <laughs> well, no, you should never. And honestly, when people say, you know, why did you die to someone? You only, I want to say, you only say that to your best friend. You should never ever <laughs> say terrible karma. Yeah. They drop dead to someone you don't adore. You have to, yes. only, you know, it's like you must be best friends with anyone you threaten to murder. Yeah. You I know, it's just, it's not, it's not nice otherwise. It's just, it's gross, and and, and you're not going to look, and that bus is going to hit you. You know. So so don't right. say it unless it's someone you, unless it's from, 
Unless I wish you were dead, it comes from love. You know, are you still alive is never to be said to anyone you don't adore. You know, it's right. a terrible thing. So, wait, so you wanna, you're going to tweet out, like, who I think you should so, get on the show? Well, well, we would like to know from you, who would you double drag dare to come on the Tit for Tat show? And then we tweet to them that they've been double drag dared by Frank DeCaro to mm-hmm. come on our show. I know who should do it, I, and I want to hear... Is this or that really bad? Yes. Jim Colucci, the author of Golden Girls Forever, my husband. I yes. want to hear his side of things. That's who you need to get on your show. You know, I would love to have him on the show. He stopped returning my emails, and I don't know how I offended him. <laughs> wait, wait, what, did, what did he do with your emails? He stopped answering them? He stopped answering them, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm terrified that I've offended him somehow, but I know no, I didn't. I you, maybe you're going into his spam file. I, I oh, wrote okay. around in there once in a while myself. No, I was, he, he is now a New York Times bestselling author. I yes. sleep every night with a New York Times bestselling author, and if you don't think I'm jealous... You'd be wrong. I, <laughs> I, I told him, I said, Jim, I want Golden Girls Forever to do so well that I become impossible and I throw things and I cause a scene in public or something. I, said, I want it to do that. And it's doing really well, but I want it to do so well that it upsets me. That's, that's my goal. I want it to do crazy well. And I want but the New York Times bestseller. Is, I was. I'm really. I'm so proud of him. But yes. I'm not surprised. I kind of was like everybody loves the Golden Girls, and this book is is, is better than 99 percent of the TV, books that TV shows. I mean, I, it's it's astoundingly good. If, and I believe me. I, I'm the husband. Is like, eh, it's all right. If I didn't like, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, I would be like, yeah, his little thing is nice. But it's so good. It's 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 astoundingly good. It's ten years of work. It's crazy. It's, it's, That's uh, amazing. It's it's amazing. the end papers of the book are the wallpaper in the kitchen of the Golden Girls kitchen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's like it's that good. So it's it's uh it's yeah I, I'm. I'm so proud of him. And he's also amazing on air. I mean, because he would be a guest on your show all the time. Yes, he was our must-hear TV yeah. guy. And he's, so, and he's so damn cute. You know, <laughs> I, love people, I love when people act like when they say, like, well, your husband's really cute. And it's like, no, I'm going I'm to marry Quasimodo. Of course right. he's cute. <laughs> Not saying I didn't sleep with Quasimodo. I did. <laughs> we all slept with a string of Quasimodo. Okay? But, then, but you don't marry Quasi. You just <laughs> play in the dark. And then you say, get that out of here now. Oh, Christ, if I see in the morning, I'll be horrified. But that's, a, you know, <laughs> that's when you're single. But you don't marry Quasi. Yeah, that's that. that. And, you know, you, unless unless, he's, really unless he's insanely rich. But, <laughs> yeah, you marry the cute one, you know, and then you, the one you can bring home to your mother, you marry, not the other one, you know. The other one, my, you know, I, I, did you see that movie Trainwreck where she said, Mr. Was it Mr. Best Sex of Your Life? She said, Mr. Best Sex of Your Life is in jail. It's like, it's true, you know, I mean, it's, it's like... You don't marry Mr. Best Sex in your life. You know, that's, he's in an institution somewhere. Yes. <laughs> a lovely person who makes you laugh. That's how you get married. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Well, but they have to be cute, too, because honestly, you know, it's bad enough. You know, you, if you're next to each other all, every night, you got to look over and go, you're cute, because otherwise you're just Forget it, you know? <laughs> it's a lot of work to be in a relationship. Oh. It's, you know, it's, it's, you have to behave and you have to... They have to take their viewpoint into consideration occasionally, and it's hard. You have to compromise once in a while. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. 
<laughs> are, we, are, you, are you both taken? Are you, do you do you have we, significant others? Are we naked? No, taken. So, <laughs> no, I would not allow that that, take, that naked part. It is our pride <laughs> show, so we could get naked. I, yeah, no, could I said, are you taken? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, my husband's been dead for years. <laughs> But he he left. So you're enjoying life. Is what he, you're he, me. he lives on in my memoirs. <laughs> and her as bank he, account. As long as you got that that inheritance, and that's I, all that matters. What if the estate was in your name when he went? That's right. I feel I, I feel I feel like Day Madna. You know, her husband died, and she started the Prostate Awareness uh, Foundation <laughs> with his money. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Norm Average. I know. Yes, I right. had prostate for all those years. <laughs> now, okay. Speaking of Day Medna, that uh, Day Medna was one of the best people I've ever interviewed in my life, and and I interviewed her for the New York Times like twenty years practically before I had her on the show on Sirius XM, and I when I had her on, we're talking, and and I said during a break, I said, I don't know if you know this, but I'm the guy who wrote the story for the New York Times that got the big Hirschfeld caricature when you were going to premiere on Broadway. And, and he said, you wrote that? And I said, yes. And the next day, a, a forest of Casablanca lilies showed up. Wow. It was absurd. It was the, the biggest, it was hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth wow. of Casablanca lilies showed up. It was, it was absurd. So it was, yeah, that was about the sweetest thing. So I, I'm, I'm, I do well, always... He he said a few things lately that were a little controversial, but it's like that we, we love him to pieces still, you know. Or I do anyway. Yes. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, you know what, <clears throat> honey, it, it was an absolute positive pleasure to chat with you, my dear. Well, what are we going to do for the other two hours of our show? Let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you, character uh, style, and go I, for three hours. I think it's a great idea. Oh. <laughs> Oh, honey. So, well, you know. Next, next time I'll watch first. It'll be fun. Oh, okay. There we good, go. good, good. You know, and it, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't insert myself in someone else's business. So, Frank, honey, if you ever need me on your show, I'm I'm more than willing to be a part oh, of it. Oh, here <laughs> we go. Yeah. As soon as I get one again. There you go. When I get a radio show again, we'll, we'll work on that. I would I would love that a lot. But we're, uh, I'm, people have been clamoring. They're like, when are you going to do a podcast? When are you and I was like, when someone pays me, we'll do it. Yes. Yeah. Until then. <laughs> I'll sit here and shave my legs. That'll be it. But, <laughs> but, no, uh, no anyway, one. But thank you for having me on your show. It's it's really delightful, and and, uh, and I hope my husband takes your dare and comes on. I think that will be fun. And it will and I be hope fun. people will come and see me when I open for Lisa Lampanelli because we're. She's got. She said to me, she said, "I'm not asking you if you want to do the next gig." She said, "I'm telling you, you're just doing them." She said, "I'm your boss now," and I was like, "Okay." So everywhere, if you see she's appearing somewhere doing stand-up show, I'm her opening act. That's the way it's going. So uh, it's pretty great. So come and say hello and and uh, and get have her make fun of you, and it'll be fun. So where are you off to next? What are, What are the next cities that you're going to be visiting in, uh, with with Lisa Lampanelli? Believe it or not, we just we just did Milwaukee, which was very fun. But believe it or not, I'm going to be in my home state of New Jersey. Um, we're, I'm going to do uh, nice. Red Bank, New Jersey in the beginning of July. Uh, July 7th, I think it is. And uh, it's the Count Basie Theater in Red Bank, New Jersey. That's the next one. Um, and then we'll be back in Las Vegas, and we're going to be in Skokie, Illinois. 
and somewhere in Indiana that I begin to be, I don't remember the name of it, but we'll all know it by the time I get there. And um, Ev- Evansville, Indiana. Is that oh, sure, right? yeah. Um, anyway, I think that's right. But So we're going to do a little bit of Midwest. And, and, and when uh, the hell are you coming to Cleveland? Fun. I know. I See, I'm an Ohio file, despite the crappy thing I said about Devo a few minutes No, I always think, oh, to me, it's like, uh, every time I've been to Ohio, and I've been to, like, Dayton and Canton and Columbus, which is the gayest place ever, and Cleveland with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is yep. fabulous, and, you know, it's in Toledo, when I lived in Detroit, we would go to Toledo. So I, I love Ohio, but um, I always think you're going to, like, walk into a thrift store and find, like, this treasure trove of amazing 50s and 60s things. I, I, I don't know why I make that up, but it's, to me, it's like one, like, thrifting adventure. And yes. I find, uh, do you, and you do, know, do you know what? It's all in my cheap. closet. It's all in my closet. <laughs> oh, that, and there's Carol Channing's other shoe. There, yeah, there, there you go. All right, right. see? <laughs> yeah. So we want you back. Well, we, be, we need oh to get God, you yes. back. And On then, your show, I'm happy. Or come back to Cleveland. Which do you mean? I'll, n- I'll do anything. Anybody, I'll go anywhere. For the right amount of money, I'll go anywhere. I'm happy to do it. Available for your, your pride needs for 2017, because apparently everyone's booked for me. No one ever asked me to do prides anymore. I used to have such a good time going to pride, you know? Yes. So, but uh, anyway, i got to get working out there. i got to work that gay community for every last <laughs> <Nick>. oh, <laughs> Me too. You're a man after my own heart. Come on. <laughs> Those Dolce & Gabbana shoes don't come cheap. Okay? Yeah, right. I'm lying, honey. <laughs> well, Mama maybe... needs her Jimmy Choo's. I have a, I have a camouflage pair of Jimmy Choo's I haven't even taken into the box. Wow. <laughs> Those babies need to get paid for. Oh, <laughs> Mama needs a new pair of shoes. Well, maybe we could get you and Doria and Mr. Greg and Suzanne all together for a reunion podcast. How would... Uh, that would be sweet. Why not just have me? Okay, oh, we'll just have you. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Sort of. so, no, we love uh, you. Anyway, but thank you so much for having Yes, me and I can't tell you how many hours of sheer joy. You know, I have laughed with you on that show, and mm-hmm. I miss you. Miss you a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. You know, we had a good 12, and a half, 12 year run, and you can't ask for more than that. Yes. They let us make the show we wanted to make, and 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 we did. Yeah. And uh, and I got to ask Julie Andrews about what is it you cunt face? Okay. <laughs> I got to ask Julie Andrews the c word. It's like it doesn't get better than that. I, yes. I can't believe I did, but still, I I got to do it, and it was it was a fun thing to to be able to uh, to do. Yes, so, and, and if you meet her, don't mention that. Either. So don't. Here's the thing. Okay. The end up, right? Don't say anything to Mark Mother's dad. <laughs> I do. I do love him, but he was bored that day. But it's. I get it. It's fine. And if you see Julie Andrews, don't use the c word. She didn't think it was as funny as we'd hoped. But she was a good sport. But don't mention that. And if Alan Arkin wants to do your show, tell him to go fuck himself. Absolutely. And you know we're not as good as Silver Prada shoes, but we will be sending you an amazing tip for tat show t-shirt absolutely oh boy my, and my my tats will look good in there well, I don't have any tats I do have tits my tits will look good uh, <laughs> yes perfect I'm mine too and it's hot pink I'll bet. it's hot pink so it'll match the clothes you wear to see Joan <laughs> 
Oh my god, that'll be great. I do. I like a good. I like a good hot pink because it it does uh, it brings out the color of my eyes. So, <laughs> <laughs> after, after I've had a few Negronis. So, <laughs> well, and make sure you listen when we get your cute husband on to do his version of tip for tat this or that because I, th- I have a feeling it's going to be pretty good. So, uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy. It. He is so damn good on the air. I think you'll have fun and and make him tell you about getting having a drink with B. Arthur. That's oh, you need to of course find out all the B. Arthur stories. All so. over it, honey. That that's that's my homage to the Golden Girls. Is my name Veranda Lanai? That's my homage. Oh, I love. Well, you should. I, it's good. Aren't you glad they gave us the word Lanai? I mean, I know that it's a Hawaiian word and stuff, but isn't it? I think it's a Hawaiian word. But still, it's just like it's. I'm glad they all use it, but it's like they own it. The Golden Girls, you know, really do. Oh yeah, own that word. Mm-hmm. Which have you figured out which Golden Girl you are? That's always a good question. I always wonder, like, but. So. Oh, I'm I'm totally Dorothy. I'm I'm the I'm I'm the tall bitch in the room who's who's got the sensibility and will rip your face off if you do something wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's a surprise. I'm either Sophia or or Count Bessie, the piano playing chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But we can't thank you enough. Yes, we can't thank you enough. It's been amazing having you on the show. Thanks. Well, continued success with your. Thanks for having me on. You make me feel really good. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So, guys, that was a great show. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it was. Why are you screaming? <laughs> because we like to scream. We were we so love excited. It. Love it. The mm-hmm. whisper or yell was for Frank, not <laughs> you two. <laughs> oh, yes. wow. Yes. Ding, ding. Oh, my God. That, what, what a riot. What Amazing, a riot. Amazing, right? Yes. Oh, my God. You know what? It just It's so funny to hear someone who has... Spoke to or worked with these fantastic, yeah. uh, funny people, and has these amazing stories to tell. I love it. I love it. He is like a living gay archive. <laughs> yes, right. he really, really is. Yes, yes, yes he is. Yes, he is. And He's... hilarious. Mm-hmm. Never a dull moment. Nope. Hey, that's what we need. Yeah, I so miss that show. I, I ho- so miss that. I show. hope Syria gets a good chuckle out of this one. Yes, Syria. That's right. Duck. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, That's my. twice edit. Yeah, there we go. Oh, so oh. after such an amazing Pride episode, yes, yes. you know Frank what? Frank DeCaro, awesome. Mark Willett, awesome. Absolutely, idea. right. We, we got some great stuff going on here, and and it's just going to keep on getting better and better and better because it's all about Pride. And bigger and bigger and bigger. Like my hair. Like Kenny's neck. Like my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Gil loved that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Who's currently holding a switchblade. Lord, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm feeling very... It's getting intense in Uh, here. I guess, I guess, well... mm. All I heard was yo mama. (laughs) That's all I heard. Oh my God, just ended already. Uh, all right, so it's about that time. A couple no. hours, couple hours. Wow. Darling. There's darlings. Take a shot, bitches. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. guys. So at the end of our Pride episode, it is that time to say goodbye, Miss Veranda Lanai. Look at that rhyming. Oh, well, yeah. goodbye, Veranda Lanai, and happy Pride to all you wonderful people out there. And. Straight producer Kenny. Happy Pride, everybody. I so didn't long. say it was time to say goodbye yet. Oh, I'm sorry. It's time to say goodbye. Happy Pride, everybody, and so long. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Thomas. Have an amazing Pride and stick that rainbow flag where the sun don't shine. <laughs> 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 oh, my. <laughs> we out. Bye.